Hi, and welcome to Education Matters. I'm Gabby Camacho. Thank you for joining us today. And we are so excited to have with us today Lauren Artsy, uh, who is a leader, a co-leader in the toolkit development of REL. And we're so excited to have her join us today via Zoom. Thank you so much for being here, uh, Lori. Um, first of all, I um, well, we were talking about your last name. What a beautiful last name. <laughs> Thank you, Ms. Lauren, for, for being here. Uh, can, can you tell us a little bit about REL's, uh, what are regional educational laboratories? Uh, can you expand on that a little bit? Yeah, definitely. Thanks. So there are about 10 RELs across the nation. Each one works with a different um, uh, region of the United States. Um, and they're funded by the Institute of Education Sciences, which is an entity from the Department of Education. The mission of each REL is to support educators and policymakers in using um, evidence-based practices and evidence in order to improve um, education programs and outcomes for students. So they're really nice resources because there's a lot of um, resources and projects that help support um, you know, educators in implementing evidence-based practices. Um, we are from the REL that's called the REL Southwest. And the REL Southwest partners with um, key stakeholders in, in states in the Southwest region, such as Arkansas, Louisiana, New Mexico, Oklahoma, and Texas. Um, and we're working with various organizations and um, decision makers to support their work around education policy and practice. We work with state and local education um, agencies, as well as regional education labor agencies, school boards, institutes of higher education. Um, and yeah, as I said before, there's 10 across the nation and um, the the RALs currently are partnering with What Works Clearinghouse um, to translate the various practice guide recommendations into toolkits for educators. And along those lines, uh, what are the What Works Clearinghouse practice guides? Can you can you go over that a little bit and, and share with our audience what, what, what is that? Yeah, I'll um, share the links of the practice guides. Um, and there's a lot of practice guides that are developed by the What Works Clearinghouse. And they're really um, guides that provide evidence-based recommendations for educators to improve um, student outcomes. They're on a variety of subjects. So there's math practice guides, there's practice guides related to reading, there's practice guides related to like multi-tiered systems of support. Um, practice guides related to early career after and after school programs. So they're on a variety of topics. Um, each practice guide went through a very rigorous development process with a panel of experts that includes um, researchers and practitioners and other educators. And they come together to review the research and the evidence and create recommendations um, that you find in the guide. Um, each guide, you know, will have about like around four to five key recommendations. Um, and they also include like additional resources such as example um, activities for teachers, example like lessons. Um, so they're definitely really helpful resources. Yes, and, and the name says it, right? What works, what really works. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Uh, what is the providing reading interventions for students in grades four through nine practice guide? What does that look like? What can you tell us about that? Yeah, that's a um, recently uh, developed practice guide that was recently um, put out by the What Works Clearinghouse, and it identifies um, strategies that um, research those improve reading among students in grades four through nine um, with reading difficulties. 
So um, the first two recommendations, um, for instance, recommendation one is around building students' decoding skills so they can read complex multisyllabic words. And that's really focused on supporting students with their, you know, code-based literacy skills. Um, and then recommendation two is related to uh, fluency building. So ensuring that um, in, in your instruction, in your lesson and in curriculum, weaving in opportunity to provide purposeful fluency building activities for students. Um, and then you have recommendation three, which is around supporting students with their vocabulary instruction and building their, um, they call it like world and word knowledge. So, um, and then um, routines for building comprehension in students. Um, and then recommendation four relates to providing students opportunities of um, utilizing stretch text and being able to read those stretch texts to expose them to complex ideas and information. So taken together, these four recommendations really can be used to support um, you know, students in upper elementary, middle school around um, literacy skills to support their decoding and also understanding what they're reading. Um, it's designed to be used by special educators, general education teachers, reading specialists, coaches, and administrators. Um, and it all, with the recommendations, it includes a summary of research evidence that supports how the recommendation was developed and a description of how um, the recommended practices can support student learning. So our work at the REL Southwest right now is we're basically um, looking to create a toolkit based on these recommendations that um, coaches and educators and practitioners can use to support their implementation of these. Because right now it's a guide, right? It's, it's, it's just a practice guide. So, okay, great, great. So what is the providing reading interventions for students in grades? Uh, six to eight. Now, this is uh, a toolkit, right? Uh, a toolkit develops. So can you share with us uh, about that? Yeah. So we know that having a resource is an important piece of the picture, but supporting implementation of that resource. So in this case, the practice guide, we know that having the practice guide has a lot of important information in it. It has those four recommendations. It has examples and various artifacts in it but we want to support um, educators' implementation of those practices. So the toolkit is designed to be a resource that can be used for educator professional development and be used by teachers and um, coaches and specialists around implementing these practices. So there is a component to the toolkit that um, helps support building understanding of what the practices are, and that's through um, two online professional development modules, which are interactive right. online. Um, yeah, modules that have a lot of um, high quality, like adult learning techniques embedded within them that, um, you know, uh, educators who want to access the materials, they can go through the modules either on their own or they can go through the modules with a team. And then to follow up that those, each module, there's a professional learning community. So the professional learning community meets regularly um, together to talk about the recommendations um, and how the recommendation might look in their practice and then kind of develop a plan for trying out the recommendation and then coming back together and reassessing, you know, how it works in, in their own specific instruction. That's so interesting. The modules, what are, what, what does that look like? Uh, the modules, what, what can you share about that? That's, that's the interactive piece I'm assuming too. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's more like the interactive online piece. So the modules themselves will include, you know, components 
where it's it'll be online it's an online interface and so uh you know a participant will go through the module and it will provide some information about each recommendation what the recommendation is and then some examples of how it might look in practice and then there will be you know some call out boxes and different activities embedded within the module to reflect on the practice and plan for implementing that recommendation in in practice so for instance in recommendation three they talk about you know like some routines for vocabulary instruction so a participant might go through kind of learn a little bit about what the evidence is for that what the routine is and then have some opportunities to plan how they might start embedding that into their so there's opportunities for the participant to submit artifacts and get that feedback, assuming. Yeah, yeah. We're still, because we're starting development, you know, we're still kind of figuring out all of the details. But the important piece to the module, too, is that there's then an in-person professional learning community Great. that takes place on an ongoing basis. So it's another opportunity, right, for the, you know, educators to all come together as a team and talk in person about what they learned in the modules, like, you know, what what their next steps are with implementing and have that kind of team support. Yeah, that's great. Communities of practice, that's all, that always is a winner. Um, uh, how can I get involved or how can someone get involved in the development of the toolkit? That's exciting. Yeah. This is really yeah, and I do want to say too that in addition to the modules and the, um, the professional learning community, there is another component to the toolkit that we call institutionalizing support. So that's those are really supports that are geared towards, um, you know, the building level and the system. So we know that in order to support implementation of evidence-based practices, or in this case, these recommendations, um, you know, the modules and the PLC will be a support, but also helping school leaders and coaches and um, administrators in developing a system that supports teachers' implementation will also be really important. And so we're developing different resources that kind of target that systems level, the school level. So it'll be different guides and checklists and things like that that can be used by school leaders. Um, yeah, so getting involved, we're definitely really excited to work with various partners um, in this work. Um, we're right now developing and um, kind of refining the, the partnership um, with this so we have a what we call development and refinement stage and we're working with a small group of teachers and schools to kind of test out the initial uh, development of the toolkit and we're currently interested in hearing from teachers in rural districts if they want to participate we're right now working with some districts that are um, not rural but we would like to have you know many different types of school districts so if there is a district that would be interested in working with us on the development and refinement stage, there's definitely opportunities there. Also, um, we then, after next year, will be moving on to what we call an efficacy stage. So it's going to be a much larger um, kind of rollout of the toolkit. And we're interested in working with sites that would want to work with us and testing to see whether the toolkit, you know, how it works in practice, you know, what the actual like outcomes are of the toolkit. And so for that, we're, you know, would be welcoming partnerships with any district. Okay, great, great. So we will definitely have your information so that uh, we can share that with our districts for sure. Yeah, yeah. And I can put our contact in, um, my contact as well as my colleague contact, my colleague contact, um, Billy Day, she is, is leading out the recruitment. 
Great, great, great. And uh, you shared with us some links and, and great resources here. Can you tell us a bit, a little bit about um, the providing, let me say, I have, well, I have one here. Um, the WWC practice guides, I have a link to that, but which was the one that I was looking at? Uh, yes, the link to providing reading interventions for students in grades four through nine. So we talked a little bit about that, but what does the link also have? What, what resources can we find there? Yeah, so the first link, um, I'll put it in the chat. It's to the it's to all the practice guides. Okay. Um, so again, there are um, practice guides that relate to um, math. There are practice guides that relate to um, reading and elementary instruction. There's actually a new young learner practice guide that just came out. Um, so there's a lot of variety of practice guides and um, they all come with different resources too. So if you click on the individual practice guide, um, some of them have like, for instance, already like professional learning community facilitator guides. Some of them will have family engagement activities. So they all kind of come with a variety of resources. Um, the practice guide that's related to the guide that we're talking about and that we're doing our work on um, with the toolkit is um, the providing reading interventions for students in grades four through nine. So that right now is the um, is the practice guide and it's set up by recommendation. So you can see that they tell you what the recommendation is and then they let you know like what the evidence level for it is. So in this case, most of the recommendations are in the um, tier one strong evidence level. And that just means that there's a, the research evidence kind of rises to that level. Um, they're all really important recommendations though as being by the panel. And then there's, again, if you scroll down to the bottom of the page, that's where the related resources are. So with this one, for instance, there's like a quick reference guide, there's a PowerPoint that describes it and the development process. So that's where for each practice guide, you find the related resources. And one of the pieces that you mentioned that was so uh, interesting to me is the, the parental engagement piece of it too. Can you tell us a little bit about what that looks like? Yeah, so right now um, there isn't a related family engagement guide with this practice guide, but with some of the other ones there are. Um, and it, it just, each guide has a different set of resources that go along with it. So um, I think it's uh, it's one of the reading guides has like a family engagement. And we'll share out the links that you, that you shared with us so that everyone can go in and, and, uh, and dive into, uh, into these, these links and see all the resources out there. Um, is there anything else that you would like to add uh, Lauren, before uh, before we close our, our uh, session here, we we've, we've enjoyed uh, you sharing uh, all this information for us, for our districts and, and teachers that are that will be listening. Uh, anything else that we'd like to add? Um, yeah, I'll also put the link in that describes the RELS and the RELS Southwest. Um, so, and it it goes over you know what what the ten RELS are and specifically to what the RELS Southwest is. I'll put them in too, because they themselves have um, a lot of resources as well. So for instance, there's some walkthrough tools, um, you know, different like checklists and things like that that are up on the RELS. And again, because the mission of the RELS is really to help support kind of that translation of research into implementation, they're really designed to be, you know, like educator friendly and like really support the implementation of practices. So, um, yeah, I just put those in the chat 
And if anybody has any questions or even just wants to know more about our work or is interested in just learning more about some of the partnership opportunities, please reach out to me or my colleague and we will definitely be excited. Thank you so much for the wealth of information. Thank you so much, Arcee, for your time. And we will have those links for you all to, to, to see and also to share. You, you want to share those too with your administrator, right? That, that's great too. Um, and thank you so much for your time. And we will touch back soon again. And we hope uh, to see you again sometime soon. Thank you for bringing this valuable information for us, uh, for our viewers, administrators, teachers that are, are tuning in today. Thank you so much. Great. Thank you for having us. We're really excited to be connecting with you all and, and sharing the work. Thank you so much. Thank you.